Rebel Nation, are you ready? It's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. He gets the blocks he needs. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Straight to the middle. It's a first down and more. See you later. It's going to be a touchdown for Judkins. Right up the middle, David. Big gaping hole opened up, and Judkins just burst through there. Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, Yancey Porter, and Gordon Ford bring you the latest on everything going on with Ole Miss Athletics. Gets control and the dunk. Oh, my. Don't sit on the sidelines. Be part of the show. Text in your questions or comments at 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. He hits one high and deep left field. Kane shading the eyes at the track, and it is gone. Let's get to it. Here's your host, Gary Darby. And we welcome you into another version of the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Yancey, all in studio. You can be in with us by the text message line at 662-426-1093. That's 426-1093. I see three or four of you that have already chimed in, and we'll get to those here in a moment. First part of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture. We're ready to guide you through that financial journey. It is First South farm credit for the first time since 1951 1952 Ole Miss has beaten Auburn in back-to-back seasons boys how about that that's crazy isn't it? <laughs> you know and you haven't played a lot even though you've been in the SEC the you know that was just the 48th time yeah uh to to go against them that's a pretty big sample not to have ever beaten them back that is true <laughs> that is true and only only the fourth time to win at Auburn yeah ever it's a tough place. It's a tough place. No matter how good they are or yeah. aren't throughout. It is one of the – correct me if y'all think it's one of the loudest, and I think we oh, saw yeah. that early in the game oh, yeah. on Saturday, one of the loudest places to play. Yeah. When those students – and they were there early, even on Saturday, it's one of the loudest places to play. Yeah, they, they've got a good fan base. There's no question about it. Uh, but they've got a bad team right now. Mm. Boy, <laughs> hard. I, I like their defense, Chucky, but the, uh, the offense – Very average. Just, I think I think they got some pieces to build for, but I'm just I'm be so about glad. the last time they have a quarterback or multiple quarterbacks mm. that bad. Yeah, their receivers were worse than their quarterback here. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's not all their quarterbacks. Their receivers are awful. Yeah. You know, their leading receivers, their backup tight end. Yes, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. But here's the deal. Like I said last week, they got two five stars. Uh, receivers committed right now that are going to sign in a few weeks they got a third that is strong rumor he's about to flip uh to auburn so that's going to be rectified in a hurry but you know chuck yet i said something to you in in the back office right before we came on air i'm just i'm just glad it's over you know talking about freeze and auburn you know from freeze talking i mean it's it's done old miss has played freeze twice now now you don't even play Auburn next year, which I I, I truly do hate that. I, I hate losing Auburn in Alabama. But I'm just glad it's over. Yeah, the freeze narrative got old leading up to that game. We I'm like him. Just, we don't like him. We hate him. We love him. We You know, who cares? He's not exactly. our coach. Lane Kiffin's not our coach. I, I say let's water under the bridge. Let's move on. Yeah. I mean, it's been seven years. It just it got so tiresome hearing about it. Coming up on the show, Franz Beard will be back with us. He's going to talk from a full conference perspective and national perspective on Ole Miss, and then we'll get Harry Harrison into the discussion as well. Plus, again, those text messages and more coming your way 
on the program. And we'll do the C. Spar Connolly Trophy watch list. We've got recruiting. We've got Ole Miss news. We've got good, bad, and ugly before it's done. But now we'll get the five things from Yancey brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham, as we tell you, when we're on on Mondays, he has nine Outback Steakhouses in Mississippi and Tennessee. Yeah, first thought of the day. It's nice to see Ole Miss's running game back in tune. Judkins looks back to his old self, and the emergence of Bentley gives the Rebels that one-two punch. Thought number two, the biggest mistake Ole Miss made this offseason is not bringing in a punter. Thought number three, Ole Miss doesn't win that game against Auburn in past years. They made enough mistakes to lose three games but found a way to win. That's a sign of a great team. Thought number four, I was sure hoping to see Aiden Williams get more involved Saturday. I still think they need to get him going to reach their offensive ceiling. And the last thought of the day, I know no one wants to hear the rat poison, but the Georgia Ole Miss game is building up to be the biggest game for the Rebels since the 2003 LSU contest. If you don't believe Georgia knows this, also go to the ticket services. It costs $550 to get a seat on the five-yard line. Their net, their second biggest matchup against Missouri at home, which ironically is the week before the Ole Miss game, you can get in there, same tickets for a third of that price. And they're only going to go up. They're only going up. <laughs> it is just absolutely ridiculous, the ticket prices for that game. You know, we said in the postgame show, kind of wrapping things up after the game, you mentioned it was a game that Ole Miss would have lost last year. Yeah. Well, so was Tulane. Year. So was Tulane. So was LSU. Yeah. Maybe so was Arkansas. They've now won sure. four of those games this year that even a season ago might have ended up as an L. Well, their off-season fourth quarter program is really paying mm-hmm. off. I mean, they they worked hard on uh, getting the mentality that the fourth quarter is obviously the most Im- important one, and they have almost tripled the scores of yeah. their opponent yeah. in the fourth quarter. So, um, hats off to them. And it's a it, it's a byproduct of having good depth too that we don't run out of juice. Before the fourth quarter. Especially that defensive line. That's really making a huge difference, in my my opinion. Absolutely. All right, friends, we'll continue to get to it. Plus, we want you to continue to put in your text messages at 426-1093. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. think car we want you to think canon whether you're in the market for gas hybrid or electric vehicles our team has got you covered we're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve even after you get your car pre-order or bring home a new chevrolet silverado or a chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from canon chevrolet of oxford today and remember when the smoke clears nobody beats a canon deal nobody chevrolet find new roads What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Campbell Clinic Orthopedics, a national and international leader in musculoskeletal care, are the ones to trust when it comes to orthopedic needs, such as sports medicine, pediatrics, hip and knee, spine, shoulder and elbow, foot and ankle, hand and wrist, as well as cast and x-ray services, along with a physical therapy department. To make an appointment, call 901-759-3111 or schedule online now at www.campbellclinicoxford.com. They also offer a convenient weekly walk-in clinic Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 4 p.m. Campbell Clinic Oxford, located at 2608 South Lamar Boulevard. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. As your partner in retirement for nearly two decades of expertise in helping retirees invest and distribute your savings, the Faris Group continues to provide our clients with an unparalleled legal uh, level of service and delivered results. They have offices in Ridgeland, Oxford, Little Rock, Baton Rouge. Give them a call. It's 1-877-327-3735. Again, it's Gary, Chuck, and Yancey, and the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline brings back Franz Beard into the picture. How you doing, sir? Doing well, thank you. Good to be with you guys again. And uh, what a good year it's been for Ole Miss so far. Yeah, what do you think about that? Give us some thoughts on on our Rebels. Well, Lane Kiffin, I think, I, I think is probably as underrated a coach as there is in America. I really believe that if he ever gets the personnel right, that Ole Miss is going to is going to blow everybody away because there is no better play caller in America. You know, I've heard all the talk about Lincoln Riley. Well, we've seen Lincoln Riley the last two weeks, and and I think people are starting to figure him out. Nobody's figured Lane out yet. Franz, speaking of personnel, where do you think Ole Miss is lacking personnel to be able to get to that level? Well, you've got to win the line of scrimmage in the SEC. The I think – I think his offensive line is coming along, and I think in another year they'll be there. He's got to get the defensive tackles. And quite frankly, 
he's got to have them because you can't stop people in this league without them, as as Florida has found out. Florida went up to Kentucky, and our defensive tackles are better than they were last year, but they weren't as good as the, as the offensive interior line at Kentucky, and, and Florida got blown away by that. Um, so you better have you better be able to win the line of scrimmage. You better, and, and it takes. And, and this is the part that I think people misunderstand. It's like I watched Michigan the other day. Do you know how many defensive linemen they rotated in? Twelve. Whoa! And yeah, that's why I think they may win the national championship. Georgia rotates ten. But I think that's the I think that's the magic number ten, eleven, twelve. You've got to have that many good big people on that defensive line to go in there. And on your offensive line, you got to have ten people. I've heard people say, "Well, you can get away with seven. No, you can't. Not in this league because the people are just too good, too big, too strong. You get you better be too deep everywhere. And if you're not, you're not. You're just not going to make it. In those really big games, I think, for example, Ole Miss got beaten up front against Alabama, and yeah. that's where it's going to take is is win that because nobody can attract and and, and coach skill people better than Lane. You know, friend, going to your first point about him being a really good play caller. <laughs> ironically, we've got a, a, a faction of our fans that think that our play calling sucks and I, and I just I don't understand that sentiment I, I think I think our play calling is pretty darn good um, I mean you know obviously there's always in every game a play or two here where you go why did he call that but you know there's always a, a method to the madness I think that people misunderstand is you send a quarterback you know it's kind of like Tebow. Tebow came to the line with three plays on every play, three options on every single play. And this is what the game has evolved into. The coach, the, the signal comes in from the sideline, and the quarterback knows it is, a, for example, probably 70% of all the play calls are what we call an RPO, which means that you're going to have a run pass option on it, which means that quarterback comes there, he starts reading numbers. And based on what he's reading, he's going to either he's either going to run it or throw it. If the quarterback, if the other team does a great job of disguising their numbers in the box, out of the box, how they're covering, etc., the quarterback may may uh, call a play that's uh, you know okay we're gonna we're gonna run the trap up the middle. Well, guess what? They may have disguised that perfectly, and the quarterback made a bad read. But everybody looks at the coach and says, "Boy, <laughs> he's dumb. Why is he calling him a run play up the middle? We need a twenty-one yard pass to the sideline." Well, that twenty-one yard pass was probably one of the options, but the guy, the quarterback, misread. And I, and I don't think people understand that. Friends, you know, kind of a lot of. Ole Miss plays Vandy this weekend, A&M at home the following weekend, and uh, you know Lane, whatever reason, just he gets really motivated to play Jimbo, assuming Ole Miss can get to Georgia with one defeat and 
you know, it's just the hype is really building up around this game already. What are you going to be looking for at Ole Miss these next two weeks to see if they can truly have a chance to win at Georgia? They've got to get some real rhythm established in their run game. They have to get some real rhythm established in that run game. Um, they, I, I don't think there's a better running back in the country than Quinn Sean, uh, Duncan. I think he is just absolutely tremendous. But you're going to have to, to, to make it work. You gotta get into a real rhythm. Um, I, you know, I wrote a, a column about a week or so ago about the 1984 Gators, and that's probably a little bit. You guys are puppies, so you don't remember that. You guys, you know, you guys were just still playing playing midget league ball back in those days. But not you know, not was, Chucky. Was, now he's 88 years old. Yeah, so. I was I was only 40 then. <laughs> we're just well, teasing. But, he's, let me put it this way: I played midget league football with a guy named Tommy Petty. <laughs> uh, Tom. He was the right tackle, and I was the left tackle. We won the county championship. So, hey, you know, I, I have rubbed elbows with celebrities in my life. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, in, in 84, Florida had arguably the greatest offensive line in the history of the SEC. They called it the Great Wall. Um if, if you Florida won, Florida was the national championship that year. Even though they gave it to BYU, Florida Florida won the SEC. Uh, the SEC voted voted them down uh, after the executive committee said Florida should keep the title. Um, funny, but they never did that to Alabama in '99 when Alabama got uh, got killed on all this stuff, and you know. Um, what can I say? The SEC is strange duck sometimes. But that Florida team would get into a rhythm. They had Lorenzo Hampton, John L. Luke, first round of running backs. And they would just get into a rhythm with that offensive line. And these go, once these guys get hot and sweaty, as Steve Jackson would call them, the big uglies. And when the big Emily's started getting hot and sweaty and, and really get into that rhythm, they would just grind people down. And the key, you know, it, it, as they go in there, they've got to get, in these next two weeks, they've got to get that offensive line working in a good rhythm. Because if you're not against Georgia, Georgia is great at what I call creating havoc. Okay, they don't, if you notice, they don't have a lot of, of third and fours and third and threes and third and twos. They got a lot of third and sixes and a lot of third and seven and eights. And that's because because they don't let you get an offensive, do a rhythm with your offensive line. And they make it very tough for you that way. So this is going to be the key. Get into a good. And we're up against a break, so we're going to have to let you go, big guy. We thank you for being a part of it again today, friends. Thank you, my thank man. You. All thank right, you. we will come back. We've got some text messages and more as we continue right after this.
you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Farise and the Farise Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Farise Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Farise Group, farisegroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Farise Group, your partner in retirement. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. House cleaning is just one of those things you gotta do. But life is busy, and the great folks at Brittany's Cleaning Services understand that and are here to help. They provide professional cleaning services for residential, commercial, and rental properties. Reliable, honest, experienced cleaners with affordable pricing. Servicing Olive Branch, Tupelo, Water Valley, Bruce, Holly Springs, Pontotoc, Oxford, Baylor, New Albany, South Haven, Senatobia, and Batesville. Call for more information at 662-202-8868 and follow them on social media. That's Brittany's Cleaning Services, LLC. Hey, Rebel fans, want to be more involved with Ole Miss? Well, join the Grove Collective, the exclusive Ole Miss NIL program. With the new name, image, and likeness law, Rebel fans now have the opportunities to support and elevate Ole Miss student-athletes. And the Grove Collective has created a unified portal to amplify that support. As part of the Grove Collective, your support opens access to special events, fan experiences, merchandise, and marketing opportunities with student-athletes. To find out more and to become part of the Grove Collective NIL program, visit thegrovecollective.com. Hotty toddy and go Rebs. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Let's get us some text messages and an injury or two in this part of the show, and Harry Harrison joins us in a few. Cannon Cleary McGraw brings the text messages to you. CCMOxford.com. The first one that came in that we read says, beating Auburn, LSU, and Arkansas doesn't happen too often for Ole Miss, 92, 99, 2008, and this year. What's the question? Yeah, well, <laughs> that's that's really good. That's really good. Thank you for the history lesson. I, I love it. No Did you know Arkansas lost 10 games in a row? Ugh. No, uh, maybe it's maybe, conference maybe games. Maybe conference games. 10, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just something just crazy. Stuff. Yeah, Sam's history, I'm afraid. And then he fired the one, offensive does coordinator. Does one bad season bring you that? I mean, to get fired? I mean, they were they – were, they might win one SEC game before he got there. I think the problem is these are his guys, right? Year. He's been there as long as Lane Kiffin's been at Ole Miss. Yeah, and these are his matter. guys. He's and still the bad part guys. of that Arkansas team is the offensive line, and he is an uh, offensive lineman. That is the That's the problem. You got two well, The problem is they lost Kendall Browse. Well, that's a good they point, too. them with Enos. Who... And you got two, two true freshman offensive tackles on the left and right side, and that causes a lot of trouble. With the struggles of their offensive line and the inability to stop anyone, our offense should roll Saturday. That's another statement that, uh, that we have. 
Talking about Ole well, Miss and Vandy. Here's, here's what you, Lane Kiffin is facing this week. And he avoided the question when I asked him in the press conference today. How do you avoid the players saying it's just Vanderbilt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but, and, and, and he made a good point. He yeah. said, Hey, they were ahead of us and, at halftime last year. But here's, here's a great point that Franz was making about being able to beat a Georgia, right? That offensive line in the running game is considerably better, but they have to be consistent, right? You can't go into Georgia and I would Ole Miss have six straight punts in that second yeah. and third quarter you can't do that at georgia the, or you're not going to win that I, game i just period. don't understand why you keep talking about georgia and we got vanderbilt and texas right, a&m right? to go which is there's a point we got from a text message talking about texas a&m for that reason a little bit later on you guys remember kedrick vincent who yeah. played offensive yeah. line here at that point i was going down helping set up the the locker room and doing things afterwards i will one of the all-time if if i if i can write a book it's going to go in there He's sitting there right next to where we're going to – Stan Sandorni's going to do the post-game interviews, and he just looks at me and he goes, damn, dog, we lost to Vandy. And that's the thing, right? Players <laughs> can't look past Vandy, that's right. That's right. right? You can't that's look a, past Vandy. And, and I know history doesn't They're matter. Vandy, guys. History doesn't matter from team to team. But, you know, I think we're something like 10-6 and six with, with Vandy in the last – 15, 16 years. I mean, we're not we're what not are, killing what, them in that series. What are they with uh, with Lane? I don't know. I don't What's have the any idea. of the score? That oh, is pretty ugly. Probably is. Oh, Miss is going to beat Vandy. Stop it. Let's just stop well, it. Well, I, 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 I know. I, I know I the cliches. To me, this next two games, especially this game, is getting you – because know, A&M has got arguably the best defensive front in the country, but – even against A&M, they've got to become more consistent, right? Now, he's oh, right. It's that offensive line. They have got to become more consistent to be able to – The best de- – where where do you come up with this Texas stuff? Texas A&M? They're, their defensive they're line? They're good, but they're not near the best in the I country. I said arguably. Their defensive line. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Chuck, they have <laughs> – They're good. They have five five-stars on their defensive line. So what? <laughs> Okay. They're not getting coached. You'll, you'll see when they play. They're four and three. It's not their Andy. defensive line that's the problem. It's everything else at A&M. No, their it's problem their is right at the top well, Jimbo no Fisher. No doubt. What and, a troglodyte he is. And and they don't have a quarterback. They've got playmakers, a receiver, and, and wide receiver. But to be able to play, to be able to become that elite team that Ole Miss needs to be, they've got to become more consistent, and it all starts with that offensive line. I agree with that. So that kind of answers a little bit of the can we all agree Texas A&M will be a very challenging game. 11 yes. a.m., by the way, which I was going to get to at the They're back end. About, but They're all challenging. But I'll be surprised if Ole Miss doesn't win that one. And then uh, lastly, I just mentioned his name, but someone was uh, texting as we were doing. So as I sit here listening, can't help but remember the great Stan Sandroni. I can almost hear his pride in our team, Ole Miss family and forever. Absolutely. Think about him every day. Don't you? Yep. Yeah. I would I'd love to hear what he has to say. One of the one of the one of the great characters of life. Oh. Yeah. You know? Yes. When yeah. you look back on your life you say, That dude was something else. <laughs> <laughs> he was that. I think we can all agree. He would be getting mad at me for, for even talking about winning the next two games. That's what he would be doing. Yes, what are you doing? That's right. That's right. Chuck, remember that time we went over the baseball schedule that year, his wins and losses that he had is like 18 to 30 something. Yeah. We were, yeah. Uh, we were like preseason top five. I was just like, well, let's go down the schedule. We did it. Went every game. And I was like, 
That's like what? What do you? I mean, we only win eighteen games, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see what we got injury wise. The report comes from the Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine Group at OxfordOrtho.com. Well, shockingly to me, Jordan Watkins actually suited up and played, caught a couple of punts. They didn't target him on any passes because his hand still hurts. Hmm. I mean, they put on a special pad they made, uh, but he hadn't even got his stitches out yet. But he's uh, Kiffin said last night on his uh, post-game press conference on Sunday night he has that he expected him to be full go this week. I don't know if that's, that's going to be two, either. Two plates in the wrist and he was catching points. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Xavier Harris had a was in concussion protocol is the reason he didn't go to Auburn. I had a lot of questions about that because, you know, obviously we could have used that big body in there. Mm-hmm. But um, – that's about it, really. I mean, I, I don't think there's any more significant. I'd say think Wolf, Hudson Wolf is, is back. Yeah, he dressed back, out. He dressed out and he played in special teams a couple yeah, of plays. And, yeah, so that's uh, a good thing. I think that yeah, that's going to be. Chris Gorn's foot apparently is toe or whatever was yeah. broken was finally fully healed. He had a nice game, particularly in the blocking. Um, Trey Harris didn't re-aggravate the right. You know the throwing so hamstring. He had there. a nice game too. He looked more like himself. Yeah. So, I mean, really, you, I think I mean, we're in good shape. And you got you got to be lucky with injuries, right? Sure. To have that type of year. And Ole Miss, knock on wood, outside of these receiver group, have been able to help hell at bay. Harry Harrison comes on with us next. We'll continue the discussion on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yard. Can we discuss Yancey's comment earlier about Atlanta being most the best team ever in the history of the ma- best Major offense. League Baseball? Look, and I'm they're not even hurt. in the Final Four. I'm butt hurt. I'm sorry. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Roof leaks can disturb your relaxing weekend or put your business operations and assets in jeopardy. Riverland Roofing is a licensed, insured, and certified roofing contractor that offers clients quality solutions that suit their budget. As a certified GAF master contractor, Riverland can offer warranties that can last a lifetime, servicing five states, including Mississippi and Tennessee. Owned and operated by Ole Miss alumni, Riverland Roofing covers what matters most, home or business. Find out more at RiverlandLLC.com or 
call 844-901-ROOF. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Still to go on the program, a little SEC news, the good, the bad, the ugly. We'll get into the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment, the C Spire Connolly Trophy. But first, we got to talk with Harry Harrison. Hello, sir. What's going on, gentlemen? Hey, Harry, let me ask you something, man. Personally, I'm pretty impressed with this team because we went to Auburn and didn't have our A game, didn't play a complete game, and still won pretty handily. Chuck, I thought we were at least three scores better than Auburn, and I thought our offense really, you know, that was one of my concerns. It was one of my keys going into the game. How how crisp would we be coming off that uh, week off? And they answered that question pretty quick. Maybe, maybe on the first drive or the first quarter. When we did go down and score, but we must have had eight penalties to go with it. But uh, that, that was fortunate we got it on down there, made some big plays, and they, and they gave us a pass and a fierce to get us in there. But it, we just were not very crisp uh, uh, from an offensive standpoint. And we didn't throw the ball that much because we didn't have to throw the ball. We played a much better defense. But, yeah, it, it, it was not our best outing. I thought our defense played well. I mean, anytime you hold an FCC team to 250, 270, 80 yards, in a game, you're doing well defensively. And I think Pete Golden's group's getting better every week. But offensively, we still, you know, we still, you know, it's kind of like an, an eight-cylinder vehicle. Only about six six cylinders are hitting. We're not, something's going on. we got to get that fixed. <laughs> Is it the offensive line to you, Harry, just the consistency of the offensive line that you know, almost goes in these lulls? The only, the only game I've seen where we felt like we were just, they couldn't stop us was LSU. You yeah. know, I mean, that's hard to believe that, 
that only one game we played that way. We played that way in other games, Tulane second half, but uh, we just, that's probably the only only game we put four quarters together. I thought was the LSU game from an offensive line standpoint, and we know what they're capable of doing because we've seen it. But yep. we just didn't get it done. And between the tackles the other night, it was pretty tough sledding. Most of our runs, uh, net yards came on the outside for sure. I, I just like the way we're finding ways to win, um, and we still hadn't put together a complete game. I, I, I'm just waiting on that complete game, though. we got to have one or two to win the rest of these games down the stretch. Well, Chuck, when you get into November, we, we can't keep waiting because we got two teams back-to-back that are certainly capable of beating you in, in A&M and, uh, and, and Georgia. So what, whatever we're looking for, we need to find that, uh, that, that pot at the end of the rainbow and let's get it going, starting this Saturday night with Vanderbilt. It's good to see you. Uh... We finally opened up the middle of the field with Priscorn a couple of times. I thought that kind of put a dart in, in uh, Auburn's defense a little bit. did. He did. I, I thought we should have gone to him a few more times, but he made a terrific catch down their sideline. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best pass that Jackson Dart threw all night, just kind of laid it in over the defender's outside shoulder and, and kind of had Priscorn's inside arm pinned, and he caught it with <laughs> one hand almost. At least that's the way it looked for me because – we're sitting down in the south end zone trying to call the game, so we don't have the best advantage. But uh, I thought it was a heck of a catch. But I tell you, Chuck, where he really is, is invaluable is just in, the, in a run-blocking scheme, you know? Yes, yes. He's doing a terrific job there. Talk to me a little bit about um, what you think about the, the development of uh, some of those linebackers now. Baptiste, is, to me, is finally starting to figure out where he's supposed to be and uh, – of course, Perkins is really good, and, and Coleman is is doing a much better job, I believe. Yeah, Corey well. Coleman, twenty three, is uh, really good, and you know they used uh, Ladarius Tennyson, number thirteen. He looks he, he looks like a peanut standing in there as a linebacker, <laughs> but he can, he can really run, and yeah. he's a good tackler. You know, the guy that's getting left out of all that action is Monty Montgomery, which, we, you know, first part of the year was playing quite a bit, but the shiny Sistrunk has continued, you know, his play. He's solid as he can be. Not the fleet of foot, but uh, he's a solid linebacker and a good tackler. But uh, Perkins, you know, they can get him outside and just tell him to go get the football. Uh, you not, don't try to confuse him with too many too many ideas and too many calls. Just tell him to go get it, and he's he's awfully good at doing that. And not, you know, obviously, uh, Cedric Johnson had a terrific game as well as Jared Ivy and JJ Pegues. That whole group did a good job. Both defensive lines. Did a really good job the other night, and I thought they dominated Auburn. It's a, it's pretty strange to see an Auburn team that can't throw it any better than they can. I mean, they they still got Jarquez Hunter, but I thought our defensive front and linebackers really dominated that whole contest. I tell you, I'm talking about Perkins. It was pretty cool when Ashford broke out of contain and was heading to the sideline, and Perkins just ran him down. And he was yeah, all it, alone. If it wasn't Perkins, he was still running. Man, that's, uh, you that's know, speed. It's, uh, that's speed. It, it, it's hard to teach speed in the guys. It's just, yeah. just God given, and he's got plenty of it. And hopefully, he'll continue to have that throughout his career here. But uh, very talented young man, and obviously very coachable. If you listen to Lane Kitchen, Lane Kiffin, he's very coachable and it takes uh, takes to that like a you know a sponge to water. So he, he's a good kid to have in there at this point as his freshman year. And nothing but good things going to happen from this point forward. Dart even said in the post game that you know that. Auburn was confusing him defensively, and Ole Miss was in that rut. I forget if it was six or seven drives, punts in a row there in the second, third quarter. 
they kind of shied away from throwing the ball much during that span. I believe they only threw it 17 times for the game. What do you want to see in this Vandy game? You know, I want I want to see I want to see consistency in the passing and running game. But what do you want to see in this Vandy game? Well, the first thing I want to see is I want to go in there and blow them out, and win the game. You know, I want to come out <laughs> with a victory. Uh, uh, you know, but if you want to be specific, like you just mentioned, yeah, we got to get this passing game. Will, will Jordan Watkins play this Saturday? Don't know, but if he doesn't, we got to we got to get that this position solidified. And, and uh, of course, Trey Harris slid inside and made some good catches from that position. Don't know that Trey is a uh, is a slot receiver. He's, he seems to work better outside where he gets some one on one coverage, but. Regardless, I, I, we got to get this passing game and run game in the, in the best of uh, positions. We got to get we got coming into November, guys. We're gonna play two defenses back to back that are as good as anybody in the SEC, which includes Alabama. And so we need this offensive unit to be hitting on all cylinders going into November. And, and, and a good way to do that, guys, is to is to get right playing Vanderbilt. All right, Harry, we thank you for being with us again. we got to move into the C Spire world and talk about uh, guys up and down the state. But as usual, good job. Thank you, Harry. All right, guys. Enjoy talking with you. We'll see you soon. Thank you, my man. Talk to you next week. Right, so we will get into the C Spire Connolly Trophy awarded to the top college football player in the state at the end of the regular football season. Each week, we present the players of the week from all of the football-playing schools. So let's get started. Ole Miss, sophomore running back Quinshawn Judkins is the player of the week for the Rebels. 220-pound back out of Bike Road, Alabama. Had 124 yards rushing and a touchdown in Ole Miss's 28-21 win over Auburn. Judkins has over 600 yards and eight touchdowns on the season, which is behind his last year's pace, but he's starting to turn it on now. Mm-hmm. The 6-1 and one and uh, number 11-ranked Rebels face Vandy and Oxford this weekend. Mississippi State, fifth-year senior linebacker Nathaniel Watson is our player of the week for the Dogs. The 245-pound linebacker out of Maplesville, Alabama, had 14 tackles and two sacks in their 7-3 win over Arkansas. Watson has 71 tackles, 7.5 sacks, a forced fumble, and an interception on the season. The 4-3 and three Dogs play at Auburn this weekend. Boy, that ought to be a snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> at Southern Miss, it's senior linebacker Swayze Bozeman as player of the week for the Eagles, 235-pounder from Florida, 12 tackles and a tackle for a loss in USM's 55-3 to loss to South Florida. 29 tackles on the season, three passes defended. The 1-6 Eagles face App State this weekend. Senior, senior defensive end Antonio Doyle is the player of the week for the Jackson State Tigers. 6'4", 245-pound rush in, had eight tackles and a sack in the Tigers' 31-6 win over Mississippi Valley State. Antonio has 30 tackles, eight tackles for a loss, and four sacks on the season. Five and three Tigers face Arkansas Pine Bluff Saturday. Mississippi Valley State junior wide receiver DeFevian Fass is our player of the week for Mississippi Valley State. The Greenwood native had four catches for 99 yards and their 31-6 loss to Jackson State. The 1-6 Devils face Alcorn State Saturday. They just can't get it together. And speaking of Alcorn State, it's junior running back Jarvion Howard is the player of the week. He's out of Columbia, Mississippi, 158 yards, 14 carries, a couple of touchdowns in the 31-7 win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. He has 436 yards rushing, four touchdowns on the season. They're 4-3 and three and take on Valley Saturday. 
in a shocker, Delta State <laughs> senior quarterback Patrick Shegog is once again the player of the week for the Statesman. He is not a one-man team, people. Believe us. The former South Panola star scored all three touchdowns in Delta State's first loss of the season to 18th-ranked West Florida 24-21. Patrick has over 2,200 yards of offense and 31 touchdowns on the season. The Statesmen are now 7-1 and one and ranked number 22 in the latest D2 polls. Man, I hated to see Delta State lose that game. Mississippi College, junior running back Marcus Williams is the player of the week for Mississippi College. We've been seeing him, his name, a lot lately. The Donnisville Louisiana native had 121 yard rushing yards and a touchdown while returning four kickoffs for 156 yards, including his fourth quarter 95 touchdown return that put the Choctaws in the lead in their 38-31 homecoming win over Chewin. Marcus has 548 rushing yards and has returned a pair of kickoffs for touchdowns on the season. Mississippi College is 3-4 and four and face North Greenville Saturday. Millsaps College freshman quarterback Gray Jennings is the player of the week for the majors. He's out of Op, Alabama. He threw for 295 yards, 19 for 33, three touchdowns. Millsaps 59 to 20 loss to center on homecoming. Gray has over 1,400 yards passing, 14 touchdowns since taking over the quarterback duties the last five games, and they'll face Trinity College on Saturday. I thought you were supposed to schedule people you could beat on homecoming. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> Bellhaven senior running back Colby Blunt is the player of the week. 200-pound tailback out of Mobile continues to close in on the Blazers' all-time rushing record as he rushed for 104 yards and three scores on nine carries in their 45-10 win over Methodist. Colby has a 12-yard per carry average on the season and has rushed for 900 yards and 12 touchdowns. The 7-0 Blazers will face Maryville Saturday. This is the first 7-0 and start in Bellhaven history. They only have one eight-win season in their school history. That good was two years ago, so this is a big year for Good for, for them. Really good. C Spire Connerly Trophy. C Spire has been the presenting title sponsor for the trophy since its inception in 1996. Proud to continue to recognize the outstanding college football student-athletes in Mississippi. The award's given out 6 o'clock, November the 28th at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame. Surely Shegog will be a finalist. You think he's going to be there? I would think It's only his seventh year. No, uh, who, I mean, who do you think's the the favorite, Chuck? I mean, you know, you got to go with uh, Bell Haven because of their start and Ole Miss with their start. I mean, who do you give it to Ole Miss right now? Who do you uh, think? I don't know. It's probably Jackson Dart if he finishes strong. Yeah. You know. He's a warrior, guys. Jackson Dart's a tough cookie, man, and, and they the team responds to him. I, I know State probably is – somebody from State's not going to get it, but this is Nathaniel Watson and Jet uh, from Tupelo, Johnson. Those are two I, I like – like Jet Johnson can play. Yeah. He can play. Can yeah. Ole Miss get two guys down there for the awards? Mm. I don't can know. I don't know. I, you know. That's a great question. Yeah. If you can get – or is, I think you can. Teams get multiple. If they do, then both Ole Miss and State both deserve multiple players, in my opinion. Nonetheless, it's been interesting again to see you know you compile this list and put them together and yeah. and to keep up and love keeping up with right them all. Delta State losing but can still get in their playoffs in D two and do things and yeah. as you guys just mentioned Bellhaven seven and zero for the first time ever to watch what's going on at some of those other schools and then you know to see where some of the others are really struggling along the way too I mean there are 
there are some that are having their difficulties throughout. Mississippi Valley yeah. continues to struggle. I'm proud of Alcorn State. You know, I mean, the last few years, Chucky, you know, Alcorn State, one win a season. They're 4-3. Mm-hmm. They play Pine Bluff Saturday. They got a great chance to go 5-3. and three. I mean, that's probably more wins than they've had in the last three or four years combined. So you do see some of those teams turning around as well. And Ole Miss is 6-1. and one. Yep. Yes, they you are. Know? About to be I didn't have one. them six and one. If I went through my win loss little deal, I had them five and two. Did you? I had them nine and three on the season. I think I'm going to miss it by one. I think they're going to go ten and two. We both. I, I, I had. I had. Right nine. now, I th- I would feel bad about predicting a loss right now. Well, I, again, I want to see. I, I'm like friends. I mean that they have. That offensive line has got to play. You can't go to Georgia. I think they can even get away with it some against A&M at home. But on the road, you can't have seven straight non-scoring drives. You just can't do it. you gotta, you got to be more consistent. You can't just turn it on like they have in the fourth quarter. As much quarter. as anything, it's penalties that worry me in mm-hmm. those big games. You've been mm-hmm. able to get away with those penalties. And then again, you got away with being, what, 2 for 14 on third downs, mm-hmm. right? One for seven each hat. You know, I think. you know. I mean, like I said in the five thought, there were enough. There were enough, uh, you know, mistakes for three games, much less one. Uh, Lane made a good point in in uh, press conference today, though, when he was talking about the lack of productivity on third down. He said, "You know, it it's, doesn't look good on paper, but at times." Is the way we call plays, we're going to go for it on fourth down, right. and sure. we don't call a third down play. You know, we we're if we're if we're third and seven, we're happy with four yards, yeah, yeah. or we're happy with five yards. So you know, he said that, that can be a little, um, you know, we're, because we're, they were two for four on fourth downs, right? yeah, so yeah, they were fifty percent there, yeah. So they got a couple of them. Now, now he didn't say that we're good on third down. He didn't go that far, but he did. You know, he did justify a little bit that we're a little bit better than the the stats are showing. Did y'all find it interesting that Ole Miss won the the coin toss and kicked? Did you know that's only the fourth time since Freeze left that Ole Miss has has kicked off? Auburn won it and Freeze took it. Oh, Auburn won. Okay, yeah, Freeze took it and Freeze okay. took it. I had it wrong. I thought yeah. Ole Miss won it because Lane never decides to kick. Yeah. Yep, that was the first time that it Have happened. Have we won a coin toss this year? Yeah, but we always <laughs> we always take it. Now, either yeah. way. Either way. The other team, the other team if they win it, they're going to kick it. Because everybody likes to kick it, yeah. but Lane likes to get it. We'll be back and finish things up. She's all right, she's all right. Oh, yeah. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate with over 40 years of combined experience the tom smith land and homes team serving the cleveland mississippi area is committed to achieving the best results for buyers and sellers their knowledge and expertise about agricultural hunting and recreational lands is highly known and respected throughout the state with tom smith land and homes you can expect more and get more return on your real estate investment. Contact Tom Smith Land and Homes today at 662-441-2500. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time to finish it all up here as we continue the SEC and Ole Miss News brought to you by Van Atkins Jewelers, the South's leader in estate jewelry and diamond solitaires. As Chuck says, you know she's worth it. Ole Miss defensive end Cedric Johnson and then Centarian Perkins got some nods today from the SEC as Cedric Johnson got the SEC defensive lineman of the week. Five tackles, a team high, two sacks, and a loss of eight yards. He now has... 15 sacks and is the Rebels' active career leader. And then Perkins gets his first nod as the co-SEC freshman of the week. Five tackles, four solos, and a tackle for a loss. One of them should have been a sack. They took that sack away there in the first quarter. I was disappointed. I think that had gotten into four and a half sacks. Doesn't uh, in Perkins the leading sack guy in SEC yeah. Fifth for nationally and lead, yeah, leads the he SEC had, for he had freshman. A, he, they, they counted his sack at the beginning after the game. They changed it as a, just a, a tackle for no loss. And then, of course, it was announced today that Ole Miss, Texas A&M on November 4th kicks off at 11. Yeah. It'll be on ESPN. And uh, then uh, we have, of course, Ole Miss Vandy at 630 this week. And it should have been just the opposite. Golly. Yeah. That Vandy game should have been at 11, Texas A&M uh, at night. I'm so glad that this is the last year for Ole Miss and Vandy and the I know a lot of Ole Miss fans love to play Bandy because it's a you know they perceive it as an automatic loss, but it's it's just such a I don't know. I'm just glad this is the last year they play. Let's get to the red and blue chips recruiting segment presented by the Grove Collective. The mission is to enhance the NIL opportunities for the Ole Miss student athletes at the flagship university. Yancey? Yeah, it looks like the Tide's snooping around with Ole Miss commit William Eccles out of Houston, Mississippi. Defensive tackle was offered by Bama this past week. Former Ole Miss and current defensive line coach Freddie Roach 
went to scout his game Friday, and then William proceeded to attend the Alabama-Tennessee game the next day on Saturday. Things can get hairy, but I still believe Eccles will be a rebel come sign of day. Pete Golden and Randall Jordan extended an offer to Laquana College Community College edge rusher Antonio Alfano on Thursday. The former five-star Alabama signee was rated the number one defensive overall prospect in the 2019 class. He has scheduled uh, an official visit coming up over the um, for the A&M game, I understand. So that's somebody there, Chucky, that, you know, possibility to replace someone like a Cedric Johnson. Baseball tidbits, Ole Miss received a commitment from Summerall, 6'2", 205-pound uh, right-handed pitcher Lee Odom. Leads in the 25 class, which is ranked number 10 currently right now by Perfect Games. And, Gary, you'll like this, the 2024 class, the seniors right now, that class is ranked number four in the country. Absolutely. Now to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sponsored by Cannon Motors of Mississippi as well. Find a location near near you or look at their selection of new and used cars at CannonMotorCompany.com. Well, the good is uh, good to win on the plains. It's good winning back-to-back against Auburn for the first time since 1952. It's good winning against a Hugh Freeze coach team. It's good winning while you're not playing your A game. It's good winning to go 6-1 and one overall and 3-1 and one in the SEC. It's good winning with a top receiver and a top defensive tackle out with injury. It's good winning in front of a packed Auburn house. It's just all good. The bad, man... <laughs> I, I think Pete Golding is a fantastic defensive coach before I ever get into this. But I hate a prevent defense. We were up 28-14 late in the game. Auburn can't throw the ball at all against our regular defense. And we go into a prevent where Auburn marches right down the field throwing in front of our DBs who are 20 yards off the line of scrimmage and scores. Golden is one of the best I've ever been around, but I swear every defensive coordinator in football does this, and I just do not get it at all. Here, here. Ugly. The people talk about Auburn's quarterbacks being bad, which they are, but, man, their receivers play ugly football. They don't have a single receiver who could start for any SEC team, period, and I'm not sure any of them could start for Northwest Junior College. <laughs> what, what about Valley? <laughs> Maybe Valley, Valley struggling. What do you want to see, Chuck? What do you want to see Saturday? Just consistency. You know, I I just want to see a a semi clean game. Just not cut back on the penalties, cut back on the mistakes. Just just act more like you're a top ten team. Gary, how about you? I mean, it makes that that's it. To play the four quarters. It, it, you haven't seen it, and you're six and one to this point, right? Yeah. You play a semi even cleaner, better game in Tuscaloosa. You win that game, and you're saying you're way totally different. You know, it's just let just be clean. Here's right? the thing: we all see the potential of this team mm-hmm. because at times the offense has been dynamic. At times the defense has been dynamic. At times even special teams have been at least neutral. But they haven't put it all together for the whole total package, and that's what I want to see. You know what I like what I'm seeing right now defensively? They look so much faster now. They're finally learning the system. They're not having to think while they run, and they just look a lot faster. Not only that, but Golding's going to play faster players too. I mean, he loves speed. Look at him with uh, playing Tennyson and Perkins and Kari Coleman, and those guys are faster than the other guys. Yep. 
No doubt. Good job, fellas. Let's go uh, enjoy watching some Major League Baseball. What do you say, Chuck? You, you taking a dig at Mr. Atlanta Brave over there. Hey, as well, long as Philly doesn't win, I don't <laughs> care. Well, I'll just say this. I won't be watching Atlanta tonight, will I? <laughs> oh, goodness. We're back next Monday. All right, friends, thanks. Howdy toddy.